Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I'm Frank, and I'm joined by Daniel. Hola. Daniel, how you been, man? Uh, I've been good. Just uh, been busy working. Um, working and playing video games, honestly. <laughs> that's that's the life, right? We, we need to figure out a way to make you working playing video games. And uh, what that about happens, you? Uh, well, you know, been basically doing the same thing with writing articles uh getting ready for the podcast of course and then oh. uh yeah gaming like a loon and we'll talk about the game we've been playing the most at the end of this i think but um as for writing articles we've been working with all everything entertainment so i just want to give them a quick shout out uh you guys have noticed that this week we've invaded their website and we're sending all our articles over there just kind of working together with them and uh it's been a lot of fun they have a lot of creative people over there so it's been cool kind of seeing the ins and outs of both both sides of of our uh different organizations and so check them out, guys. All Everything Entertainment, especially if you like sports right now, they're really heavy sports, but they're trying to get more uh, cool kids like us over there. So um, it's been really, really cool hanging out with them and learning a lot from them. So check them out, guys. Do they uh, do stuff on esports also or just like sports like basketball, uh, baseball and stuff like that? Do you know? Uh, basketball, a lot of football. Uh, dude, honestly, you would love them, right? Because they, they do a mm. lot of like draft stuff and um, it's really cool over there. Not esports yet, but they're working on that. That's oh, the thing okay. is they're really starting to grow, so we're we're trying to help them out and uh, we're working together. So it's pretty pretty neat. Totally check them out. Now, what have you been watching lately? Watching, let's see, uh, uh, the last seven episodes of Supernatural just uh, started. So okay, I just started watching that, and then just watching a lot of football, and uh, that's that's pretty much it right now. Football has been such a downer for me. I'm a Cowboys fan. How about you? <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Uh, everybody yeah. on my team got hurt. It seems to be that I think it's as much as I've always hated preseason. I think that's the deal, right? Is preseason makes it to where people don't get hurt as easy during the main season. I think that's uh, what it is. I don't think uh, I, I think preseason is good to have, <clears throat> especially for those second string, third strings to have to get get into the rhythm, too. But yeah. uh I think it's honestly this COVID because you couldn't do anything for how long. So all these players oh, just true. stayed at home. Yeah. And then you could, I mean, if, unless you're Cristiano Ronaldo, who's all just fucking shredded. Uh, and he was actually working out at home for, for soccer. Um, I don't think every player like actually like kept sticking to a routine working yeah. out. So, I mean, you could definitely see something did change from this yeah. season and last season. And I think COVID had to uh, affect it, especially working out and playing with your team. Cause they didn't get to even play till like what, two, three weeks before the season started or something like That's that. That's true. So, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Yeah. They didn't have any time to practice with each other or even just warm up. And you know how it is when you're at home and you're working out, it's different than when you're actually working out with people who know what they're doing because yep. like, yeah, I'm just going to skip legs day because I want to make my muscles yep. look real strong. It, legs day is what you need. You need those legs days yeah. too. Conditioning. Almost Nobody everybody. likes to condition. So it's all those things like that. Everybody was getting like ACL tears. I was like, what the? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, it's been left and right. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it, it's really sad to see. Uh, hopefully, all these pe uh, players get back into the back and ready and formed to play football next season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, though. That's basically what I've been watching, too, is just watching some football and kind of... I'm happy it's back on, but it's it's tough. It's been rough in <laughs> this last couple of weeks. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, talk about Audible. Uh, 
we are going to be putting up a poll this week to choose our next Audible book, guys. So head on over to our Twitter account and vote on our next Audible book. Uh, if you guys want to participate in helping the uh, guild out, guild, if you guys want to participate in helping out the podcast, head on over to audibletrial.com backslash geekfreaks. We really appreciate it. Every uh, new sub helps us out and buys better mics so that you can hear these soft and sexy voices even clearer. All right, let's get into the news, man. I know you're a Static Shock fan, right? Uh, yes, sir. All right, so we got Michael B. Jordan going to be producing us, producing this. You're the one that actually got us the headlines on this, right? You caught it first, so we appreciate that. Now let's mm -hmm. go ahead and dig into what's going to actually be happening here. His uh, He has like this production company called Outlier Society. Really cool name, I think. Yeah. Uh, they're working with Warner Brothers and this guy, Reginald H uh, Hudlin, to, uh, uh, to create this movie. It's going to be a Static Shock movie. Hudlin's actually making a whole new comic book series from Static Shock, and uh, we could all expect that coming soon. What do you want to see out of a new Static Shock movie? Okay, okay. So I was even th I was thinking about this when I, I first seen uh, I this. Bet. So uh, you've seen Static Shock, the you know anime series oh, by any like, chance? Like a loom, oh, okay. man. Oh yeah. oh yeah. When I was like, that was my show. So and yeah. back then it was like during school, doing all that. I kind of hope. I'm kind of hoping. They do like, uh, like almost like a Superman movie, uh, thing. Like it shows a little bit of school, but then boom, it's like he's out of school. He's just fighting crime. He has villains. He's helping. Um, it was the Justice League, right? Yep. What's yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think actually, uh, yeah. most recently they were talking about Teen Titans for him. Oh really? Because uh, I know he goes. He helps like some superheroes. Uh, so. I want to see something like that. Uh, not bringing the, the the superheroes, but I want him to like just finish high school, like do the I think it's the Amazing Spider Man series or whatever. Yeah. Like he's in high school a little bit, and then boom, he's yeah. uh he's an adult. He's fighting crime or Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire Spider Man thing. Okay. Yeah, kind of hoping they do something like that. Like it would be cool to see him in high school or in school, um, even in college, whatever. But uh. Like anything like that would be awesome. I think you nailed it right there, man, with the whole Spider-Man thing. I think this is going to be DC's version of Spider-Man. We're going to have this kid that's kind of high school age, cool. Uh, I, I think you nailed it. And I, I think they might actually go with maybe a Tom Holland thing where he stays in school the whole time. But I'm cool that with them getting bad. out of there, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think we now, might honestly, see that. Like, I love Tom Holland. I love Michael B. Uh, Jordan. Like the act. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, he's amazing. And him being at Static Shock. Uh, producing shock, Static Shock, I'm just so fucking excited, and I hope DC doesn't ruin it because uh, the last DC films been disappointing. Yeah. The only yeah. really one I liked was uh, the first Superman, you know, Aquaman. But I don't know. I, I really you didn't hope care they. Did you Wonder Woman? <sighs> I did. I liked Wonder Woman, but okay. it's like I really, I'm just really hoping they don't just uh, just ruin this one. For me <laughs> yeah oh i totally feel you man yeah it's i'm a world word around here so we're yeah. very best uh so this is a, a statement from michael b jordan says i'm proud to be a part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes our community deserves that outlier society is committed to bringing bringing to life diverse comic book content across all platforms and we are excited to partner with reggie and warner brothers on this initial step so it sounds like this might be the start of like a whole series of movies coming forward from from mm. the Static Shocks universe. Uh, they actually have their own universe. This is from a comic book, a uh, little comic book company called Milestone that eventually was published by DC Comics. 
And in the DC universe, they have their own planet called, or their own multiverse planet, right? Called Earth M. And uh, uh-huh. they actually just came out with Milestone Returns number zero in September 2020. So we're going to start seeing a lot more Static Shock here pretty soon. Yeah, I'm definitely going to cop the uh, comic books too. I'm super yeah. excited when they come out. Yeah, a whole new Static Shock series of comics coming in February. We will definitely be, we'll, we'll read a few and then we'll actually do a review on those. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. So, so I'm excited for it, man. It's kind of like that Batman Beyond thing, right? It's like, yeah, it people don't know how good they can be. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. They're out there. All right, next up we have Black Adam cast Sarah Shahi. Uh, so this is DC's Black Adam, right? The, the movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and it's got, we have Adam Smasher and Hawkman already joining. Uh, according to Deadline, she's going to be playing a university professor and freedom fighter leading the resistance in uh, Kondak. Now, we don't actually have, like, the name of her role, but we're kind of spitballing here. Uh, this movie's starting to look really good. What do you think about the casting we've had so far with, like, Hawkman and Adam Smasher as well? Uh, I'm actually excited for the cast. I, I've uh, the, Sarah. I've only seen her in like uh, Supernatural, like one episode. Oh, I didn't know she was I, in Supernatural. Uh, she was like in one episode. She was like the lady in white or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I don't really know. I, hopefully, she's she's amazing. I was checking out some of her shows, but uh, it didn't look like there's anything that I really watch of her. Yeah, this so, looks like it's gonna be her first real big project. Yeah, so I, I'm hoping she nails it. Um, uh, do you know anything about this person? Because I never actually read into the Black Adam series. Like, yeah, we. Universe. That's the thing is this character is actually kind of new, but we could see them like adapt it for two major roles. I would assume so. One yeah. of them is she could be playing Andrea Thomas, which is also known as Isis. It's a character named Isis, um, which is an Egyptian goddess who uh, was introduced yeah. in Shazam, the live action series. And actually was a love interest to Black Adam later in the comic book. So there, there, that could be a thing. Or what I really hope is she becomes the new Hawkgirl. Because uh, the most famous storyline is that Hawkgirl and Prince Khufu. So, I mean, her name was uh, Sharia Hall back in the day. And Prince Khufu fall in love in Egypt. And then like through time keep reincarnating and trying to find each other. That would be a really cool story. And the way Black Adam starts is in ancient Egypt. So I think that might be our number one contender. Yeah. Hey, that would be awesome. I'm down for really any of those, uh, but like I said, I, I really don't know anything about her, and like, uh, I'm, she's gonna be good. I, yeah. I don't think they'll make her fail this role, but um, no. <laughs> I'm definitely down for whatever they do with her. Yeah, yeah, it, and the fact that The Rock is attached to this thing, I mean, he's he loves yeah. Black Adam, so I know he's making sure that everything's done 100%. Oh, he does? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's been hyping this movie up for like seven oh. years. Oh, yeah, damn. they casted him so long ago, like before Justice League or anything like that. And he's been hyping it up like crazy. It's pretty cool. Uh, did you end up watching that newer Mad Max came out in 2015? Yes. Uh, the Fury Road? No, no. It's not. Fury, Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you think of it? I loved it. I loved wish it. Uh, Tom Hardy would uh, do more, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, right. Well, we won't get so much Tom Hardy. We will get more of Furiosa, which is the new character. She had the one arm and she was the driver. You remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, but I thought she said that she didn't want to do it anymore. Charlize Theron, who played the character, will not be doing it anymore. They have, they're recasting her for a younger version. So I'm a little upset by that because I really love Charlize, Charlize Theron. It's like, ah, man, you're killing me. Yeah. But, you know, we're at least returning back to this world with, with George Miller as the director again. That's just really good. 
Uh, George Miller also directed all of the other Mad Max movies. And I mean, he does a really good job with like bringing in practical effects and uh, being a little less reliant on your big CGI stuff like that, which we get a lot of with the with Avengers and yeah. whatnot. Um, so this one will star Peaky Blinders, Anna Taylor-Joy. Uh, she was also a New Mutant. She's the, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but she's a New Mutant. She's one of the main ones. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's going to, she's going to be joined by Chris Hemsworth. And uh, and they're going to be stomping around in regular Mad Max fashion. It's going to be her origin story. We're probably going to see how she loses that arm, too, matter of fact. That'd be, pretty That'd be awesome. So it's going to be a pre of Fury Road then, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. That'd be a prequel but, to it. And probably when things are first going bad. Yeah. Because like I've seen the Mad Max like movies uh, mm -hmm. with uh, shoot, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. The first one confused me. I was just like, I don't even know what's going yeah. on. I was just watching it, and it was it was kind of eh. Uh, okay. The one uh, number two or three, the one with the oil, he finds that oil during number two. That one was amazing. That is, but I don't get how it transitioned from there to there. It was kind of confusing. And right, then this yeah. Fury Road, it was really good. Loved the movie, but I still didn't get anything like what's going on. How's it starting? Like, so I'm hoping like. This just puts everything in perspective. I'm yeah, they just, could better define the world and exactly explain why well, everything's yeah. this way. Would be good. Did did a nuke go off when everybody went crazy or something like that? Yes. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Nuke, nuclear bombs went off, but not in Australia where this is at. So this is just fallout. And oh. so yeah, so it's like even worse in other parts of the world, but here it's just the nuclear war or nuclear fallout. So it's like no water and stuff like that. Yeah. No, it's a mess. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly super excited for it. Uh, it's going to be amazing, especially Cl uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to be in it, which is yeah. amazing. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely going to have to watch this. He's probably going to be a bad guy now I'm thinking about it. I don't think you I've think ever so? seen him as a... I mean, we know that Furiosa is the hero, so I could see Chris yeah. Hemsworth being the bad guy. That'd be amazing. But it could be like uh, a Tom Hardy thing, too. Like Tom Hardy, like he was a supportive... Yeah. Well, because I think it was... The girl was the main character in Fairy Road, but then Tom Hardy, I think, like kind of outshined her a little bit in that too. Well, because so. it was—it's a Mad Max. I mean, it is supposed to be about him, but she she kind of yeah. she kind of took a lot more of the spotlight than she was originally intended to. I think mm. it's my prediction. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Tom Hardy is Australian, so he is just like Mel Gibson, you know, from that region. Yeah. So that'd be really cool to see what he can do, bring back that hometown pride. All right, we have Star Trek Discovery begins season four production on November 4th. I think I said November 4th here, but it's supposed to be the second. <laughs> um, Discovery just launched their season three. It has a 100% critic score on Rotten Tomato right now. Uh, and they also re reached a wider audience by bringing it to broadcast television to fill in the COVID gap during September. So season four is going to start. They had the, the cast come on and make a video. Uh, they, they're going to be filming with uh, face masks if they're not on camera. They're all doing uh, social distancing to stay safe. But they're excited to be back in the same room again because it's been a while since they started filming. Star Trek Discovery. It's really good. And I'm going to ask you, man, and I know you're going to tell me no, but are you watching this yet? No, I'm not. Oh, you're killing <laughs> me, man. I'm oh, sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Dude. I'm I about just... to share my login with you. We're going to get you watching some Star Trek Discovery, man. I just never got into it because, like, I just, there's so many. And it's just like, yeah. what, where do I start? That's the problem. I, I totally agree, man. There's just so much to get into, and it's it's a huge world. But I actually think Discovery is the one to start with. What Discovery so, is? Yeah. And Jonathan's actually going to rewatch every Star Trek. Really? Isn't that crazy? Like the That's... old 60s, every every really? single Star Trek. 
Yeah, oh, he's gonna man. write. A, he's gonna write a, a report on every episode. Freaking Damn. nuts! I know. I kind of want to join him in all, but it's like, man, that is intense. Yeah. Um. So what's nice about Discovery is, of course, you know, it has the two seasons that that were very successful, but the season three is a soft reboot because they jump forward a thousand years into the future, and we see what has happened to Starfleet since then. So you can either start Discovery, you know, at season one, which is only like ten episodes per, and I really think you'd like it. Uh, cause I know what you'd like, and I think this one's right up your alley, or you could even start in season three and not be completely lost because they're jumping into the future. And so you'll be mm. pretty good too. I think, I think honestly, I, I could definitely get into the show because like, I remember when I was in high school, um, at that time I, I was just like, Star Wars is, is stupid. Like, why the hell would you watch it? You know? And then, uh, my teacher made us watch it for class and I was just like, cheering i was like yeah let's go so like i mean i think i could definitely get into star trek i know both of them are diff- totally different i know but, oh yeah you but, can see you can you can hear people typing in the comments yeah, already like what the hell <laughs> but well i was just saying because like back then like i would never watch like star wars or star trek and i gave star i had to give star wars a, a shot because my teacher made us and i fell in love with it so i definitely think i could get into it um yeah i'll probably I don't think I could get into the older, older Star right. Trek. Right, right, right. Uh, Discovery, I could probably get into that, especially if uh, it's newer. Uh, yeah. Visually, everything's just nice. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to see. So that's what, that's what the plan is, guys. I'm going to try to keep Daniel on this. We're going to get Daniel's opinion <laughs> as a first time Star Trek viewer into Discovery. That'd be really, really cool. I might have to give Discovery at least season one a shot and see. Yeah. It gets better with each season, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, we're... Are you able to watch it again? You are. Uh, yeah. You may get CBS All Access logins real soon oh, okay. <laughs> so that you have access to it. We'll make <laughs> sure that can happen. All right. Uh, we have Coming to America, which is coming, the number two America, the sequel to the original, is coming to a mammoth Amazon in December 18th. Uh, this is because, you know, they were going to do the theaters thing. COVID's ruining everybody's lives. So it's going to come right to Amazon Prime. Uh, it uh, it's being bought by Amazon from Paramount Studios for one hundred and twenty five million dollars. Are you a fan of Coming to America? Don't even know what that is. Are you? Oh, the eighties movie. Okay, well, I'll, nah. I'll, I'll just gloss over this then. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's a really good Eddie, Eddie Murphy movie where he's. Uh, I think his name was Prince Kareem. I want to say Akeem. That's what it was. Uh, he's from an African nation. Comes over to America to find his wife. Mm-hmm. And then he's living in America and he's working at a fake McDonald's. It's hilarious. You guys should really watch it. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall play like eight different characters. The sequel is coming right to your guys' Amazon uh, Prime. The one tricky thing about this movie is just like the first movie, mm-hmm. some of, there's a lot of product placement in it. Helps pay for the show or pay pay for the movie. Well, this one has a lot of product placement for both McDonald's and for Crown Royal, the whiskey. Mm-hmm. And so when Amazon bought the rights to it, they're like, "Well, wait a minute, you guys have to actually negotiate with McDonald's and uh, Crown Royal as well because they planned on like, oh, look, Amazon's on the big screen. Well, no, now it's on your TV screen." That means it's going to have to be different funding. So while this deal it has been sold through Paramount, it still has to be negotiated through two of its biggest sponsors, two of its biggest investors. Uh, something new to think about. It's just one more wrench in how this direct-to-home video shit's going to be going down. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah. you know, we'll check this out. I'll probably drop write a review up for this thing because I really like coming to America. But it's something to keep in mind in the future, guys, when we're talking about, oh, yeah, we just want it to come straight to our Disney Plus or our, our Hulu, that there, there's more in the business than just, oh, yeah, that's where we're going to sell most tickets because there's also people, uh, other people invested in this. So 
Let's move on to our next thing here. AMC Theater said they're going to run out of cash early 2021. Daniel, man, I am missing the theaters. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I am definitely missing the theater. I think I'm more missing like just hanging out with the boys, going to movies, and then like right after the movies, we just bullshit about the movie that we just yeah. seen, if it was good or bad. Uh, that's, that's, I think, what I really miss of the whole movie theater experience. Right. I totally agree, man. Just hanging out, getting out of the house for no reason. Uh, I do miss that. And I know that we're kind of getting at the point now where we can slowly start getting into those locations mm. and stuff like that, but we're still starting to play safe, especially, you know, uh, we have newborns and, and elderly that we're taking care of around here. So we have to be extra careful with all that. Um, but yeah, but AMC says that uh, to stay in business, they're going to either have to take out loans or greatly increase ticket prices, which would suck, of course, because tickets already feel like they're way yeah. too expensive as it is. But they got to stay solvent. Uh, they're also exploring liquidating some of the company's assets and reorganizing, uh, renegotiating leases and rents. So try to get those rents down and then sell off assets, probably sell some of the theaters off to other chains. Uh, we know that Regal, which is like the next biggest in the country, yeah. they're straight up closing all their theaters and saying they're not going to open until a vaccine is out. Probably the safest bet. But I mean, it is tough to survive that. Theaters are already struggling, right? Yeah, but I think it's one of it's definitely a, a good good way to do it so you're not it's, it's just unfortunate because everybody just loses their their job but yeah at least they have a chance to come back from it if you shut down now and then you don't spend all this extra money but then you gotta pay for the overhead of your your lot that's the only thing yeah the rent yeah yeah so uh, i mean it's a good idea for for regal to do it yeah the way regal's doing it just fully shutting yeah. down instead of just trying to limp along yeah, yeah, because it sounds like they're barely making enough profit to keep the place open anyway. So why even bother keeping those lights on, and paying that electric electric bill? Yeah, I I feel like oh I haven't been in movies because COVID, but I feel like people are going now, aren't they? Like I I would think that they a lot are, of people... and in certain states they're going more than other states. Like in California, it's barely yeah. anybody, but in like you know some states it's more. Uh, so for an example, AMC was saying that you know some of the theaters have a forty percent capacity, others have a twenty percent capacity. Some are closed. But those that have you know capacity limits, they're not even reaching those limits. So mm. even where it is a twenty percent capacity, there's not twenty percent of the, the thing full at all because people just don't want to go out there no. for multiple reasons. First off, the safety hazard, of course, and there's not a lot of movies coming out right now. Everybody's kind of waiting until COVID's done to no. be able to release their movies. So they're struggling there as well. One thing they are suggesting, so uh, you know, they're talking about ticket prices going up. Some of that they just offered this week, you guys could do private showings for as low as ninety nine dollars. You can invite one to 20 people and the theater is yours. That's kind of cool. I kind of like that because they clean the theater before yeah. you go in and then it's just you and your family. So you're like, if you have a family of like five or six, you're probably meeting that demand already as it is. You know, you're yeah. probably already, oh, the ticket prices would be near that anyways, right? Yeah. I Actually, when I seen this, I was actually like, honestly, I, I kind of want to like see if everyone wants to go. Like you, me, John, you know, Squeak, Sarah, like. Joe, like it'd be cool. Like we just all pitch pitch in and have the whole theater to ourselves. I actually would be pretty much on board with that. Yeah, and then we could social distance amongst ourselves as well. Like everybody yeah. stays within two rows of each other. Yeah, something like that. I'm I'm totally down. Like I was thinking that that'd be actually pretty cool. And honestly, I've been like staying safe too. So because I have a grandma, so you already right, know that I'm not gonna get put anybody else in harm's way. And not, yeah. you know. So That's our, you take care of your grandma and then we have 
Daniel, or we have Jonathan and Squeaks with newborns. So it's like, God, everybody, we're yeah. just, just got to be so safe, man. I, I think if there's a good movie, and I don't even know which one is AMC, because I think we have a bunch of Regals around here. And uh, we do have a bunch of Regals. There's this AMC in Sacramento. Oh, there is? Uh, yeah. I, I'd be definitely down to do something like that, a private screening. That'd I'm, be, bo- I'm on board with this, dude. That'd be Let's, awesome. Let's make the phone calls. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> what are we going to watch? Damn. New Mutants? I think New Mutants is the only thing that we would care to watch that's out there. Uh, I would say let's let's look. I'm down for New Mutants. I haven't seen it, so but let's just see what what's out there, and then yeah, I don't know. See if everybody's on board. Like we pick a day that I have off too, and right. then we we just do this. That'd be fun. They're doing a bunch of classic movies too. So uh, like Shrek, mm. they were just airing Shrek in one of them uh, oh, okay. not long ago. So I wouldn't mind doing something like that too, just to kind of get out and see everybody again. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a good one. All right, we have Digimon Survive is delayed. I mean, I'm so tired of saying delayed this year. But uh, Digimon Survive I've been really looking forward to, right? It's this new game yeah. by Bandy Namco. Uh, it, it's being pushed back to 2021. Uh, this is like the PS1 games. It's that kind of turn-based RPG that we used to have, the, uh, the other ones where you're running around the whole time. The story is very similar to the origin uh, of the series. Have you heard much about this game? Uh, I heard about that they were coming out with the Digimon game. Right away, I freaked out because I was super excited. But then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Which kind of Digimon is it? Because yeah. there are some horrible Digimon games that came out. So Yeah, this one, I think, is off those classic PS1s that you and, me, you and me both like. Mm-hmm. Like the Is it going to be based off the first one that you're pretty much walking with your Digimon and then like you're in like, I forget where you're at, but you're just like training him up and yes. fighting other Digimon. Oh, really? It's that. It's exactly that. that yeah. That's be awesome. The story follows uh, you and your friends uh, like get into the Digimon world and you're trying to find a way back out of it. And along the way, you're fighting and training your Digimon to become stronger and stronger so that you can make mm-hmm. your way out. So it's exactly what we've been <laughs> wanting in the Digimon yeah, game. I'm, I'm super excited. And it's sad that it's delayed. But hopefully it's delayed too so they could up- update it, make sure that there's no bugs. Uh, yes. I mean, tweak some of the stuff and just Make this uh, video game amazing. Like, I'm definitely buying it. And is it, it? They didn't really say what system they're working for, right? Well, that's the tricky part. It's coming out for Xbox One and PS4, but it's coming out in the middle of 2021 when the new systems are out. So they might yeah. create a port for the new systems. I can expect it on PC, of course, uh, one way or another, you know. But yeah. It just seems like a shame that it's like, oh, man, you guys are missing your window to get this out on the systems you intended it for. We'll just have to see if they make an upscaled version of it. Dude, I'm I'm super excited. And hopefully it's like I, I just wanna know like how's it start? Like, do you pick your Digimon? Like you pick your Pokemon kind of thing? Oh, like that'd be cool. I, and then they just like pretty much digivolve. Uh that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm super uh super excited. Super excited. <laughs> what do you think about doing all new Digimon or using some of the originals? Which would you I want? Go with? I I honestly want them to use the originals. The okay. original Digimon would be amazing. I'm cool yeah. if they add some Digimon, but I don't want them to do like pull like a Pokemon and all of a sudden you got like X and Y like Digimon looking things. <laughs> yeah, some weird like oh that's a letter, but it's also a, di- a new Digimon or oh yeah. that's a trash can, but put eyes on it. It's a Digimon. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see something like that. I yeah, uh, I'm down for just like all the classics, uh, like for Digimon One Season One and Two, like all those Digimon in there, mm-hmm. and I, I think it would be just an amazing game. 
Yeah. I'm excited for it. And you're right. It's best that we delay it so we don't get a bunch of bugs. Yeah. Because we're talking about Marvel's Avengers next. (laughs) Talk about Bug City. So the first patch fixed over a thousand issues is what they said on their tweet. I mean, that's freaking insane to have a thousand bugs in in the first patch. Yeah. Some of the the bugs made it to where you couldn't even continue playing the game. It was really messy. Me and Squeeze had a heck of a time. Trying to queue with your friend? Good luck. Those were all in the early days. A lot of the biggest problems are fixed. uh, But... And during our last stream, we were testing a lot of things, but there are some stuff where like I'll get caught when I'm trying to climb up things because I play as Black Widow. And so she does a lot of scaling, a lot of climbing. Yeah. Um, there are some bugs with that. Crystal Dynamics promises new missions and a couple new characters, but all that stuff's getting delayed. Uh, the new character, the, the first new character we're going to get is Kate Bishop. That's Hawkeye's daughter. And eventually we'll get Hawkeye as well. And she has two new missions that are kind of going to introduce her. Uh mm. It's unfortunately it's delayed because once you hit max level, man, you're just repeating old quests, old missions to try to level yourself up for no reason. So it really sucks that there's nothing new. They were expected for October, and look, and, but now they're getting delayed to, for polishing because they don't want any of those bugs again. Uh, to show their appreciation for everybody who's kind of put up with the game, you're going to get some uh, freebies. So there's 1,500 credits, so you can buy legendary skins or whatever you want. That's enough for that. 7,000 units, 250 upgrade modules, 20 DNA keys. And then a new Sarah Garza nameplate. So there's these nameplates that are really cool and stuff like that. To pick those up, guys, you have to log in on November 5th uh, at 1 p.m. is when they're starting to give those out. So head on over to your Marvel's Avengers. You got to make sure you have that uh, and get in there on November 5th. The other thing that's being delayed are all the next-gen upgrades. So when the Xbox Series X comes out and you want to play your Marvel Avengers on it, you're still going to be playing the Series X or the Xbox One version until they can get that upgrade out. So... Again, bugs. They're trying to make sure that they're okay because the launch yeah. of this game was pretty rough. It's what's expected, right? Yeah, but uh, that's a lot of issues, though. I, yes. I, now you're just wondering, like, why would they release something that had this many bugs? And did they not test it before? Yeah, there was a whole month of, like, open beta testing and stuff like that. And that's, still that's a thousand <laughs> in yeah, the first that's... patch. That's a lot, and that's really disappointing for the people that actually bought the game. I I, I, I didn't own the game. I don't own the game, but I did watch you and uh, some streamers play it. Looked really right. good. I didn't see any bugs while they were playing it, but I think it was like beta time when they were playing it. So mm-hmm. it looked cool. Uh, it's just unfortunate that everybody had to deal with those bugs, and I'm happy that the co- the company's actually giving you free stuff to that say, nice, yeah. "Hey, we're sorry, and we appreciate you still." keeping with this game uh sticking with this game so that's awesome i gave it a high grade just because the actual gameplay once you're in it is fantastic i really felt like black widow i really felt like thor which was really good it's just i as i was playing it after that we graded it and i was continuously continuously playing getting that end game stuff i was like i probably should have lowered this down for the lack of end game content and all the bugs um the game itself though especially now that it's kind of mostly fixed because the one of the big problems is queuing with friends or queuing at all was really hard but the game now is actually in a pretty good spot. So if you guys want to give it a shot, I do suggest you play it. And you're probably going to start seeing it on sale on Steam and whatnot. So it's a good time to jump in when you can. But, Atef, you were saying in-game content. I mean, was it supposed to have in-game content? Or was it a yes. game that was supposed to be like a movie and then just end it? No, it is basically Destiny. It does exactly oh. the same as Destiny 2. Yeah, so you're supposed to be playing oh, cool. more and more at the end. Yeah. And, and so you, you level your tunes to 50, but then you keep on maxing out their gear and stuff. It's basically Destiny 2. But oh, I didn't yeah. know that they had gear and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. All right, PUBG. I know, I know, man. I know you're about that war zone, but I want you to come back to PUBG with me. 
Let's play it, okay? Never. Never? Never. Okay, well, you're going to hear about this new map, and you're going to be joining me. So Season 9 of PUBG brings on uh, a new map called Paramo. Paramo is the first dynamic world system map for PUBG. And what that means is each round that you land on Paramo, it's completely unique. So the, the lava, it has it's on the base of this volcano. The lava is going to be in different spots. The weather will be changed, and it'll have different effects like that. Uh, because it's so unique, it's actually in a whole different uh, seasonal match mode. Uh, and, and it's it's not connected to the normal pool at all. The specifics with this is no bots are allowed in, in uh, Paramo, so it's going to be just players. Uh, it's disa- I saw your face on that one. I think I might have you on that one, right? <laughs> a little maybe. bit. Maybe. maybe. Battle stat features, so it, uh, those are being removed. And then uh, this won't count towards your like actual career stats. It's going to have its own stats. I the no bots thing I think is a selling point to me because when you were telling me that they had impl- implemented bots into the game, I was like, man, that's just that's bad imaging. Like it looks so yeah. bad for the company to have bots in your game. What do you think? Uh it 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 is bad if you're more PUBG because Fortnite added bots, but they added bots to help the new new players right kind of get better at the game. Yeah. Uh, but PUBG. I don't think they said it, but it was just more for it's a dying game and they need more players to play. And queue times were taking longer than what it used to be. It it took like a couple, 20 seconds, 30 seconds to get in a game or even like a little bit less than a minute. And um, now it's just taking longer than usual. I, I did play like I think last year and it did take a little longer, but. It still has its issues. That's that's always that's why I don't ever go back. I don't want to go back to PUBG. The big issue, of course, being cheaters. Yeah. Do have you heard of? I haven't heard anything lately of PUBG uh, quailing cheaters. Have you heard anything about that? I honestly haven't. And Bluehole, they just never. They could never fix that that issue. And yeah, the way to fix it, try to do a hardware ban. Yes, I know you could like get out of that thing, but hardware ban, especially if it's on like your your motherboard or whatever, like in the logic or whatever, yeah. it, it make it less less cheater. It make it a lot easier, yeah. you know, a lot better you for about, everybody else. What? What do you about that whole ping banding? You know, where like you can only play with people who ping the same as you. That we've been asking for that for the longest time and they just never did it. And that was the problem. That's a shame. This game is so much better than the company that, that runs it. It's a shame that yeah. they're not treating it as well as like say Activision does with, with war zones. And see, the thing is like when blue hole, uh, the, the game started going under or whatever, like getting worse and worse. One of the guys left, left blue hole to start his yeah. own project or whatever. That's Makes like a new company, yeah. Yeah, so he already knew how PUBG was already going in the route of this. So I, I'm excited for the new map. Uh, I want to check it out. I'll, I'll definitely be watching like Shroud because I think Shroud and uh, a couple other people that I, I watch stream, they'll probably go back to PUBG. I'll take a look at it. Um, I'll try it's it out. It's tough I guess. for Shroud right now, man. <laughs> Shroud should be busy over the next few months, don't you think? Yeah, but I, Shroud. This was his number one game for a well, oh, number wow. two game because it's CSGO, CSGO, and then this okay. game. So, uh, that's pretty much I I actually started watching Shroud because of PUBG. Wasn't because oh, cool. of CSGO. Okay. I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know that he played PUBG. Okay. Oh, yeah. He was like 
hard into this game. Him and uh-huh. Dr. Disrespect, like, they would find each other yeah. on the map, and it would be funny. Like, Doc would be like, Shroud's in this game. I need to hunt him. And then Shroud just, like, turns on him and kills him. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking then, of Dr. Disrespect, we don't have the notes for anything like this, but he has a new skin on something. What was it Rogue something, right? Do you yeah, remember? Rogue Company. Rogue Company. That yeah. skin looks amazing. I'm not oh, necessarily yeah. like a big fan of the game, or you know, I don't really watch a lot of Dr. Disrespect. Yeah. That is a good looking skin. I like it a lot. Yeah, honestly, like he's a he's a character. Uh, I yeah. love watching him. But like Shroud and Dr. Disrespect would actually go to PUBG tournaments too. Oh, that's cool. Like yeah. actually compete or just visit? Uh, actually compete. Oh wow, man! I yeah, didn't know Shroud was into PUBG like that. That's crazy. oh yeah. He was like, just look at he was discussing on PUBG after he left CS:GO to play PUBG. Like he was super disgusting on PUBG. Hmm, that's interesting. like he I'll looked like that that's crazy. He looked like he was aimbotting in uh, PUBG. Oh, wow. It was it was insane how good he was. But God, uh, I'm I'm awful. I have to like hide in the grass and get just get lucky. <laughs> but pretty much he got off the game too with just same same thing same reason I don't want to play yeah. anymore but freaking cheaters yeah but honestly the new map sounds fun i want I, yeah. the new game mode or whatever I, I i might give it a shot while i say what the game no yeah last little bits on the map 64 players it's a three kilometer by three kilometer map there there are no red zones the blue zone moves slower but hits harder uh and the only transportation out there is motorcycles so it sounds like it's going to be a little bit faster yeah. paced map as well with with the motorcycles and stuff like that so that'd be We'll have to check it out. We'll try it out. We'll try it out and let you guys know. Uh, it's going to release next month, but it's on the PTR right now, so you guys could actually give it a shot now if you wanted to. All right, Phil Spencer. He's he's the top dog over at Xbox, and he's been chatty lately. Uh, in an interview, he was revealing some details on the new Xbox. So first off, we have uh, he thinks that the Xbox Series X and S will sell out everything that they've made so far. And he thinks the X will sell out better now, and then over time, the S will be the top seller. Now, I was worried about this, right? Because PS5 pre-orders are like four times more than the Xbox right now. So to me, it seems like you guys are going to have a hard time selling things. People are going up that PS5. What are your thoughts? With the exclusives, I think the whole exclusive thing is still hurting Xbox, and I don't think yeah. they're going to be selling as much as PlayStation. But with the cheaper Xbox, yeah, I, I definitely think the cheaper one will go first over the, the more expensive one, the X. But so? I honestly like the look of the X, so I'll just go with Same. the X version when I decide to buy mine. Yeah. Are you going to do the same thing or uh, no? you're yeah, I'm a hundred percent on board with what you're saying there, man. Cause I, I think the X looks good. I like that kind of that square boxiness. I don't know. It just it, looks powerful. It, it you know? looks like a tower power tower. Like it yes. looks amazing. Yeah. So, as a PC gamer, it's like, I relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it would be awesome to put it on my like wall. Once I finally put all my consoles up, like yeah. just that just right there, it would be amazing. But, um, yeah, I do. I, I don't think, th- yeah, they're not going to do as good as PlayStation will right. do there's no way yeah i still haven't got my ps5 order have you no i haven't even tried honestly oh, Try get this. i've been yeah. i've been visiting every game stuff i can find and all of them are useless to me right now i'm looking for waiting for the iphone from my mom and then oh yeah yeah that new, then the new later. iphone 12 got released or got announced did you see that yes i did actually my me and my sister have been kind of like talking about it she wants to get one now i'm wanting to try it out and hopefully my data actually works on it uh mm-hmm. that's the only reason why i kind of went to samsung because i couldn't use my own internet which made no yeah. sense so yeah that's a weird bug with you yeah yeah so uh yeah i'm excited for that too 
That'd be good. That'd be good. I know we have, there were so many things announced that were like, well, we won't talk about the iPhone right now and stuff like that. And it's like, well, it's still awesome. Um, okay. Uh, the next thing he mentioned, speaking of exclusivities, he's talking about the Bethesda deal. And we were talking about how like that needs to be an exclusive. It's crazy. You guys aren't going to do that. Well, he yeah. says it's more about, cause it's a $7.5 billion deal. And they're like, well, will you make the money back? He says we will. He doesn't necessarily need to make an exclusive, but they might, if they want to like Elder Scrolls six, like uh, later on down the road, they'll make those exclusives road um he says the big point is the fact that they want to make game pass and project x cloud so attractive that people would rather sign up for x cloud than buy it on the playstation i can see that as true because first off i just love game pass right sea of thieves and master chief collection stuff like that really great uh, but even if you weren't a member of game pass a new elder scrolls comes out and you just want to play it for a bit it's a lot easier to spend 10 bucks to play ga- play it on game pass than it is to spend $70 on, on the PS5. What do you think? Uh, I do agree. Uh, especially like if there's like little games that you don't even know if it's going to even do that good. So it'd be right. better to try on Game Pass. But I never really heard of Project X Cloud. Wait, is that Pro- the streaming? That's a streaming service. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on, my bad. I was like, wait. Didn't really hear Project X Cloud, but I'm guessing it's yeah. a streaming thing. You probably heard the Azure, which is a server part of it that they've been really pushing that one too. But yeah, yeah, that that is available now on uh, Android and coming to the iPhone soon. So you guys that want to try out that Project X Cloud, that'll be pretty big. Uh, the other thing he said was that you know we're talking about a wonderful Nintendo because there's been hints that Nintendo and them are working together. We have the new Minecraft edition to Smash Brothers stuff like that. They said that they're willing to work with Nintendo. They want to bring Game Pass to Nintendo Switch, but they're waiting for Nintendo's end. So that is still open. We're just kind of waiting on Nintendo. To that would be it. huge, though. That would be. Uh, especially for you got your, I mean, pretty much it's, it'll help us out, especially for handheld. Like, I yes. don't want to use my phone, so I, I, I could just use the Switch or whatever. That would be amazing. Right. Play Dude, all these yeah. games like Elder Scrolls and stuff. Dude, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. And you can just stream it right there. So it doesn't matter how powerful the Switch is. It's just a screen. You can yeah. st- stream the best version of Elder Scrolls 6. You can do Sea of Thieves on max settings because it's that beautiful ocean. You want to watch that on your Switch. You totally could. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you. Hey, it'd be awesome if Nintendo did that vice versa, made their own Game Pass and yes. let Xbox use it. And then we just play all our Nintendo games on our Xbox. Oh, I am down for that, dude. I didn't <laughs> even think about that. That is a really good idea. The Nintendo Online, even, where it gives you, like, all those NES games, the Super Nintendo yeah. games. You can play some Donkey Kong on your Xbox all you want. That'd be really dope. That'd like be that amazing. Idea. I doubt it would happen, but it'd be amazing. Yes, I know. It's it's far-fetched. It's all in Nintendo's yeah, part right now, according to Xbox. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the last bit that they... That, there's all kinds of little things, but the last bit I want to mention from the, the reveals, the conversation with Spencer, was he was saying that he understands that the file size of games is too massive right now. With Call of Duty, right, it's like just crazy. And now they kind of put in this new thing with Call of Duty where you can just have a campaign or just the multiplayer. He says that they're working on ways to address the problem. Uh, they're going to have the expandable SSDs. And they said that they're going to be cheaper after launch. So right now they look really crazy expensive, but they'll be cheaper eventually. And the xCloud, that streaming service, is going to make it easier for you to not have to worry about your, your storage size because you're generally not going to actually have it downloaded on your gaming system at all. It's just nuts, man. I mean, do you have a problem? You know, you play a lot of Call of Duty. Do you have a problem with the file size? Uh, yeah, I, it's it's just super big for that game, and I don't understand why they can't make it 
like just smaller download. I don't under, I don't understand it. Um, but maybe me, I have two SSDs and a one of them's like a terabyte, the other one's a two terabyte, and I have a yep. hard drive, so I'm not really worried about it. But it, it is insane, and I always like I always think of back then for the PlayStation Two, just bring it was like an insane amount of a download. It took your yeah. your 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 sticky. Yeah, the memory sticks. Remember yeah, this? Yeah, it, it, it completely <laughs> took your whole thing. And yeah. It took like four thousand something, I think. And I remember it's like, okay, well, this one thing has just one game in it now. So yeah. it's like every time I think of that, I, it brings me to just bring it. It was kind of funny. Dude, it reminds that. Oh man, you you you're bringing me back to the past. I remember having like the, <laughs> the, the Ziploc sandwich baggies full of game uh, memory sticks. Ha- in I there. found mine. I found Did all you? mine. Yeah. Oh man. Now keep those for your show because you're gonna have that shelf full of the classic uh-huh. games. You gotta keep those there, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I seen that. I just brought back fucking memories. It was insane. Ah, oh, that's a blast from the past. That's good stuff. But I definitely think like they need to do something better with these yeah. the coding or I don't know how this works. I'm not really oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't but, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they thing. definitely need to do something because uh it it is a lot, and especially not everybody has the money to keep buying more terabytes or whatever. Especially if it was on an Xbox, because then you you have to have like a two terabyte hard drive or something like yeah. that just to to hold this. And I think it's like and other it's games. like three hundred bucks for the extended hard drive, which is like that's what I just spent for the system. You know, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's they they really need to do something on this new system. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. We'll see. They said that eventually that they'll make the SSDs faster and cheaper. That needs to be really quick. They need to kind of put out a time frame because it, it's getting nuts. Call of Duty is the best example because it's the one that most people talk about. But the, all games are just getting really thick. Resident, uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, I think, is at 120 gigabytes right now. That's a ton. So uh, it, it'll be good to see them address that. So I, what I want to know is why don't they... I understand why they don't do it, but like I wish they would go back to like the Xbox One. Remember the Xbox One? You could just keep adding so many games and it would just never fill that thing up are you talking about or are you talking about oh the original xbox the, yeah like, the original xbox yeah sorry that because well, you played off the disc now you don't play off the disc now you play off the hard drive oh that's the whole problem yeah because even with the xbox one or later on in the in the xbox mm-hmm. 360 we had to download off the disc onto the hard drive and then play it off the hard so that you wouldn't have so much loading stuff and it would play as smooth as possible the new games are so complex they have to have it on the hard drive because they can't play it uh, off that disc. It couldn't go fast enough. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So we're in a tough spot where the games are so, so amazing that they have to be so big. And yet yeah. we're complaining that they're too big. We don't want to lose how amazing they are. So they got, yeah, yeah, they're trying yeah, to figure something don't. out, you know? Yeah. We want it all, damn it. They need to figure it out. But I, I think I think that was a really good thing that they did with Call of Duty, that they made us... Uh, be able to choose what we want on that game. I think more games need or more companies need to be able to do that. Yes. Or let us do that and make it easy to do. I need to look at into how to do it because I would take out the campaign and a couple other things. But that was a, a good really good feature that they need to keep uh, working with to, yeah. to help us all out. More people could do that. And, and you're right. Like even if you're even if it's a game that's just campaign, we'll go back to Red Dead Redemption 2. Maybe, I mean, that campaign is like 40 hours long. So maybe you only download the first 10 hours of the campaign first. Yeah. 
And then as you get closer, it'll start background downloading the next one, yeah. and then you can delete the last one. Something like that. I think that would be a good idea. You, yeah. Call of Duty's like got to figure it like out. A, like a World of Warcraft expansion. Like, you're doing the pre-patch, exactly. but you're playing it, and while you're playing it, you're downloading it. Yeah. More yeah. content. Yeah. We'll have to see. There, There is definitely something there. You're, I think you're right. And, and Call of Duty's on the right steps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I right. love it. Yeah. StarCraft 2's ending development of new content. So what this means, let's break this down real quick. Mm. That means that, so there's not going to be a new StarCraft expansion or new StarCraft characters. They had those like commanders. Those are not coming anymore. They're done with them. They're going to keep the game going. So uh, it, it's not going to be like left behind. They're going to be working on what they call seasonal roles, which is like, you know, the new seasons, stuff like that. And they're working on necessary balancing fixes because it's still huge in esports. Uh, their last tournament was the 2020 GSL Season 3 Code S. Uh, this is ran by ESL. It was 140,000 pool with 550,000 hours watched. There was like over 300 StarCraft tournaments this year. Yeah. And so they don't have a reason to close it down. But what this does mean is they got to be making a new StarCraft, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like right now, I'm already, it's already in my head. I'm like, they're shutting it down. So that they could work on StarCraft 3 and make new content, content. though those yes. developers will just be the new uh, content creator for StarCraft 3. That's what I'm thinking. I think you're right. What do you want to see out of StarCraft 3? I, I don't really care, honestly. Just a new story. Like, that would be yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, a new race would be awesome, too. Oh, shit, dude. That is huge. That's a, a real race? big one. That would be awesome. Uh, have you? I actually, I got a question. Have you actually seen these uh, esports? Oh, I love them. Oh I, yeah. E oh, StarCraft esports, some of the best out there because of how fast they have to go. Yeah, they, they they're super fast. Yeah, these games last like ten minutes less. Oh like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Normally, when I play, I play with a friend or whatever. I'm like, okay, guys, nobody attacks anybody for thirty minutes. Let us build up a little bit. <laughs> they don't yeah. play by that rule. Nobody uh, stops and says, okay, guys, no attacking for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, like. When League of Legends was first coming out, like I actually went to at the League of Legends Starcraft uh, esports in San yeah. Francisco, and I got to see the esports live for Starcraft, and it's insane. It's not oh, that yeah. big of a following. It's not as big as like League and how many people yeah. watch it, but still, it's crazy. And these players, are, these guys, are super fast with their strategy, man. Oh yeah, they you're they're just thinking like twenty steps ahead. It's, it's yeah. insane. Um, hopefully they bring back the same, same, same thing of the StarCraft two feel, you know, everything, um, the real time strategy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, just add, add a new race. That'd be definitely awesome. Oh, dude. I didn't, uh, that's huge. If you do that, that throws the balance yeah. out. That's everything, man. Yeah. I like the idea though. To change it up. Like think of age of empires, you know, age of empires two and three, mm -hmm. you, you have different, uh, place, different countries. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Different empires. Yeah. So, That's a good idea. It's I mean, up shit, man. I hopefully, I hope they do it. I don't know if like StarCraft Two fans will be too excited about it, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think it would be cool to add another uh, group in there or race. What I think they'll do is they'll make it to where, uh, because you know how it is with Overwatch and and League of yeah. Legends is a good example of this too, where they always want to add a new champ or something every every month or so, so that you buy a new champ or or it kind of yeah. sparks interest in the game again. I can see them doing this. So we're like each couple months we get a new tank for each three of the uh, races or four races, like you're saying, uh -huh. or maybe we'll get a new soldier every few months that would spark interest in it. And I, so I think they'll kind of develop it to be like that. It would be tough because you're constantly balancing it, 
but it would keep the esports fresh. It would keep the game in the news all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for it. So I'm going to spend my hard earned cash on that. That's what's going to end up happening. And then skins. They they do have skins Ooh. now, but do more about the skins. Do because, more like, skins. Yeah. That'd be awesome. If I could be like a horde version of the Zerg, I mean, think about how awesome that would be, man. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's Fourth of July, so all of a sudden, like all the Terrans have like American flags and they're all Americanized. Yeah. That would be really dope, right? Uh, yeah. Anything else you could think of that would be a good addition to keep StarCraft Two, well, the new StarCraft fresh? That would be a good addition. Uh well, I I do like the skin thing, but it's yeah. been, honestly, I, I love that skin idea. Um, any uh, other ideas? No, I I yeah. honestly just love that idea of the skins because then you could just do like. Uh, certain things like uh, Star Trek skins and like oh, see if you can God. get that on board. Trying then, to get me to buy this game before uh, it's even out, Daniel. <laughs> like a Halloween skins, like like when you're building your ships, everything has like pumpkins and stuff like that. Like yeah. that, it would be kind of cool. It'd be kind of like a festive skins. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Like just like Overwatch does stuff like that would be pretty amazing. And right now, when Starcraft Two came out, that was a long time ago. So 2010, I think it was. Yeah, so, I think it's 2010. Especially what you know, Blizzard's doing now with all these new games, they definitely can make StarCraft 3 amazing. Yeah. What are your thoughts about them? So, okay, we had, you know, they had this first-person shooter they were working on and they canceled it. Yeah, StarCraft Ghost. Do you think yeah. they could bring that back at all or or is it just too much to make a whole new genre? I think it's just too much right now, man. There's uh, I think that right now they're they they need to work on Overwatch cuz with their Overwatch, I feel like it's on a d- decline. Don't you think? Yeah, it, it's it's too old. It's time for Overwatch Two to finally come out, which I think yeah. we'll get at the end of next year, probably. Do you even think Overwatch Two would be good? I think so or because I, I I personally like Overwatch, and I think Overwatch Two, as long as it brings a new feature, it's going to bring PVE, which is I think a really big plus because right. uh, the moments when we do have PVE in Overwatch, it's a blast to play. So I think once that comes in, that's going to be a big revitalization for the entire franchise myself. But um, I mean, it would be cool, though. I'm thinking like a StarCraft, you know, StarCraft goes like play as one of the Marines and you're like fighting all these hordes of like the aliens or whatever. Yeah, the Zerg, the, yeah, the Zergs. That'd be that'd be awesome. Like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see like the story within the game and then have a halo feel to it too like i can't uh yeah. multiplayer like halo so it would be definitely pretty pretty awesome to see that's a good idea yeah play is play like like it's actually a match but you're on the field that would be pretty cool yeah. i like that idea i did do like a battle royale out of it Ooh. oh god right oh man that's how you make money <laughs> uh-huh. make another battle royale it'll do fine <laughs> yeah all right we're entering this is our last section guys we're gonna be talking about world of warcraft the pre-patch and hollow's end this is what I've been playing a lot of, man. How about you? Yeah. Uh, right now, I've been playing a lot of that and Call of Duty still, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're... Last night, so we were recording in the morning for this episode. How late did you stay up last night playing Call of Duty? Until uh, five in the morning. Five in the morning, folks. This guy's got a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got off work. I was like, I, well, one of my coworkers I work with, he can only be on that night. So when he gets off at like 10 at night, he could get on. So. At ten at night, we're just tweaking until we get a win, or it's already like too late, and we're just like, "I'm going to bed" because I'm just dying now. Because <laughs> my eyes are hurting. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, with with uh, World of Warcraft, let's talk about Hollow's End first. I'm going to go over real quick through all the things you can do, and then we'll talk about our favorite parts. So you can go kill the Headless Horseman, try to get his mounts. It's the Horseman's mm-hmm. Reigns. You can visit taverns to do some trick-or-treating. Those are those big candy buckets. They have a quest, and you can get all kinds of goodies. You can decorate your garrison. There's a vendor out there you can talk to and actually get decorations for your garrison. We have bonus XP buff on all creature kills. Uh, you get those outside of Stormwind and Under City. It's a bonfire. You click on that and you get that buff. And then lastly, there's 21 achievements to unlock. A lot of them are around the candy, the, the candy buckets and stuff like that that you can do. And the wands. Of course, everybody's talking about like, oh, I've got the ghost wand. You got the bat wand. And you trade wands and whatnot. Uh, what is your favorite part about Hollow Zen? Uh, finding the headless horseman. Same. Totally uh, agree, man. Definitely. Uh, trick or treating is kind of cool too. Like just. I did a little bit at one point, like years ago, but um, definitely that. And I like how like everything looks like the whole Halloween. Look yeah, I agree. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good point where it's just kind of. And then every so often when you're like in or, or outside of Orgrimmar, you hear like the Headless Horseman yelling as he runs across Razor Hill. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Dude, yeah I, it's just it, and then you see these and you just it starts bringing you back memories again of like the other years that we're all playing together and we're still playing yeah. together, which is awesome to see. Yeah. So, uh, I love, I love like pretty much, um, uh, Halloween and Christmas time. Yeah. So, oh, even new year's is pretty awesome too. <laughs> yeah. They do the fireworks out there. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, you brought up a good point of, of the friends coming back together to play again. And we're getting that a lot right now with pre patch to Shadowlands. Uh, we have everybody coming out of the world works, man. I'm playing with people I haven't played with in years that I yep. have been playing in general with since like 15 years that I met through the game, you know, and it's really cool. So like Richard and with, you know, Derek and oh God, so many of them, right? Scott and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And you, of course, and Squeaks. Squeaks is playing World of Warcraft right now and he's still trying to unlock the Zandalari trolls. <laughs> we got a new Zandalari watch. <laughs> hey, what's funny? I get on two hours. I unlock all the, ra- uh, the <laughs> new ally races. I was like, wait a minute. I just unlocked oh all these. Oh my God. I was like, I should take Squeaky, but then I was like, uh, he'd probably give me yellow bad. Oh, of course. Oh, he would be furious, man. It'd be great though. Um, so it's been really fun playing again with all our friends. And, yeah. and right now there's not like a ton to do, ton to do because of the delay. They're going to be kind of uh, releasing parts of their pre-patch as we go, the Scourge Invasions. Yeah. So right now, it's mostly the leveling rework, so everybody's out there leveling new tunes. I think I'm in the midst of leveling like seven different tunes. You guys can watch during our stream, we're, we're currently leveling one rogue all the way up. We're on track to do 10 hours. I'm leveling a, a, a hunter with my with my friend Richard, uh, our friend Richard, and I think we're going to be able to get that done in like six and a half hours, which is really fast. Mm. The speed runs are just under six, so that's pretty good. Um, but we're going to go over everything and talk about what you've participated in so far, okay? Because I'm assuming you're taking advantage of everything where the Warcraft has to offer right now. Let's start with the character customizations overhaul. Have you gone to that barbershop yet and changed your look? I have. On every, uh, all my characters, actually. Yeah. I've done it. Have you it's changed awesome. genders on any of your characters? You changed genders? Oh, you didn't know about that, did you? On yeah, bar- you can change gender for free now. Oh, my goodness. I know. My warlock's a, a, a blood elf girl now. Yeah, woman, yeah. But it, uh, see, the only thing is they get you. It's because you got to get the name change. Because you can't have a guy's name on a girl body. Like, there's no way. Well, oh, those bastards. I know, they got I know me. your character's names. Well, no, because you name them all after anime people. That's what it is. You name them all yeah, after like anime Akame, characters. Yeah, like Akame, Asuna. Yeah, yeah. You know. They get you with that, then. That's a good point. Oh, they do. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, you could change them all. And wh- how? What kind of customization changes have you done so far? 
uh, hairstyles see, or what? Torin, my shaman, Torin shaman. I did I changed the horns, changed the the fur color, yeah, and uh, nose rings, earrings. Um, oh, that works. Some body jewelry, and uh, that was. And then, what else did I do? Oh, my blood elf changed her eyes. Uh, oh, the hairstyle too, because there's a lot of new stuff now, which is. What awesome. do you think about the new eyes customizations, where you can have like one eye blind? Okay, see, I like that idea. Love it, right? Especially like mm-hmm. all my other games, especially uh, like a dark, what's it called, Black Desert and stuff. Like yeah. high high customization games. I wish it was mm-hmm. just more. You could choose what color eye you want. Like I, yeah. that's why I wish that you could done. But I do love the whole eye. Like one's blind, the other one's a certain color. Love that yeah. idea. Give us more. Just give yeah. us more. Hopefully, now that they've kind of set a precedent, they can keep going with this. Like, they, they kind of set these up, now they can add more to them and stuff. That well, would be a good idea. Originally, I believe, uh, during the pre-beta or whatever, I don't, I don't remember, the customization screen was a lot more. Like, you could yeah. change, I believe, boob size, ass size. Like, I, I believe it was a little I, bit more. I do not and remember they, those. <laughs> I think they did, just earlier. And then they retweaked it. Are you talking about like the early days of WoW before WoW no, actually no, no, came no. out? No, 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 Like when this was coming out, I seen a video. I did not hear about no changes. I, I think they size. did. I think they did. I'm going to confirm it. I would be on it. top of ass changes. I would be on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> I you believe see sticky they did. I'm going like, change up. ass size. Because <laughs> like I was all excited. I think it was that. I, I believe it was that. I'm not. Yeah. All I, right. Everybody stop what you're doing. Google World of Warcraft ass size. Yeah. And see if we can't <laughs> confirm this. No, I'm going I'm to look up. After the game, I'm going to double check and make sure I'm not tripping right now. Okay. We also have a, a character customization screen's been revamped where it looks like they're actually in action when they're selecting a new character. I really like that. Have you seen that yet? Oh, uh, wait, what? Where you like creating a new character and like if you select Hunter, it shows him throwing out a trap and shooting a bow and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. That's it's pretty cool awesome. a little addition, I think, for, especially for new characters, you know. Mm. We have gamepad support. Are you playing your World of Warcraft with a controller, Daniel? No, but I was thinking about it because my arm's starting to kill me. Oh, really? Oh, God, you're cramping yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, maybe I should try to play it on a controller. But then I'm like, that's a lot of abilities. I don't get how I'm going to do this. I would have to get like yeah. a special kind of key uh, controller to do this. It's worth a shot. I know I tried it one time with, my, with add-ons, but it's worth a shot at least. But... It's just but so Sammy's trying the game out for the first time with Squeaks, oh. and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna plug this in with a controller and play." And then Squeaks like, "You're not gonna play with me then, because you know the DPS is gonna be garbage when they're using a good yeah. controller, and he doesn't want to have to carry Sammy through the whole game." Yeah. So I'll give it a shot and grade it. Actually, maybe I'll do that. Maybe we'll give it a shot and see what it's like. Yeah, hopefully cool. it's not terrible. Yeah. yeah, got the Xbox controller for it. Uh, we have ray tracing support for the higher shadow quality. I don't have a GPU yet that can do the ray tracing. Do you? Yeah, ray tracing. Yeah, mine mine is able to do ray tracing. So you could click that on in the, in the settings and turn on ray tracing for World of Warcraft. I have to check that Ooh, out. I'll definitely yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, for players that suffer motion sickness, <coughs> Daniel, <laughs> accessibility options to control camera shake and motion sickness are available now too. So you could actually make it to where it's um, not as bad for you for the motion sickness, which I I don't think it would be that bad in WoW. How, do you experience wow, a problem with that? No, honestly, WoW, no. I could play WoW forever, like for hours, and not have any issue. I it's 
honestly, I think it's just more the graphics. Just the graphics okay. are still like bogged down compared to all these games like Fallout and stuff that uh visually like wow's wow's beautiful, but it's not compared to like Elder Scrolls and stuff like that. Those yeah, it came games out of no four. Sick. Yeah, like yeah. uh those games are intense. Yeah, something like yeah, something like Elder Scrolls always gets you sick. Fallout and, really bad for you. And it's a lot fast uh fast paced moving too, those yeah. games. Because you're like camera, running around like, so like when you yeah, move you like your camera's yeah, you're always just moving back and forth like so quick. Wow, I'm like moving in a circle like attacking some creature or something like that that's it and i'm that's 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 the most intense that you get in world of warcraft so it doesn't really get me sick but the other games do definitely yeah uh okay we have some class changes taking place we have uh, a number of abilities returning to add to the flavor and utility of, of their classes do you have any returning abilities that you're happy that are back returning abilities yeah i'll go i'll go first oh, while you think about that well, so, I... Oh, go go ahead. Go well, ahead. Hunter's Mark was brought back for Hunters, which yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. But I can't stand having to apply Hunter's Mark having to. Then they actually made it to where Hunter's Mark only makes it to where you can see invisible people after they go invis. But it doesn't have any damage increase. So it's really nice for PvP. Like, like I put that on the rogue and he's locked down. But I don't have to worry about constantly popping it in dungeons. So I think they did a really good job with that. We have Trank Shot back too, which is really nice. Yeah, but uh, that's, not, that's not bad though. All you, like back then when I was playing WoW Wrath, I just did a macro, and I would tie that ability with uh, my first shot, I think. Something right, like that. but it's on the global cooldown now, so you actually have to hit the ability, wait for the global cooldown, then do your rotation. Oh. Yeah, so you can't macro it with nothing. <laughs> it sucks. You have to actually wait to do any DPS. Not even an auto attack? Well, the auto attack, yeah. You can do that with an auto attack, but you don't necessarily want to open up with an auto attack, right? You want to open up with one of your with kill command, usually, if you're doing PM. Okay. Since you get the pets over there right away. Yeah, so it was it was taking up a global cooldown and then you had to do that every what twenty seconds or something like that. So it was yeah. really killing. Or or if you're swapping in a in a dungeon, yeah. So yeah. it was really a, a hampering you. Any yeah, abilities true. that you're happier back? Oh, uh, actually multiple. Uh let's see. Uh kill shot, uh volley. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, volley's back, but it doesn't have the blue little lighting effect to it, which is disappointing. <laughs> it's not your uh, Yeah, it's not mine that I'm, it made me want to play a hunter. Yeah. You know, okay, Blizzard. Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> or they bring it back to you, when you're attacking. I hate when they did that. When you're auto attacking, it just rains volleys or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> that was dumb. Uh, Manatee totem. Um, uh, there is. Oh, they I brought believe back every shaman spec. It's Manatee totem now. Correct. For resto is a uh, manatee totem. Oh, okay, so then every shaman spec gets healing totem. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, uh, they get uh, yeah. wellspring. I think uh, it's like the yeah. little healing thing. That's just handy to have when you're questing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I love how they brought back uh, wind fury totem. Yes. Wind fury? Yeah, uh, the attacking speed one. Mm -hmm. uh, I I may I'm glad that they're bringing back stuff for shamans. That the reason. We played shamans was because they're totems and how strong they were. I'm glad they're bringing them back. They need to do a little bit more. Give us an agility slash strength one, too. That would be awesome yeah. back then. Uh, and uh, resistance totem. They had one of those, too, back then. That would be pretty awesome. Like, uh, What's it going like to do? 1% protection from fire, ice, whatever. Yeah. That would be awesome. 
it's, yes, it's nice because it, it wouldn't necessarily break the game to have it, but it's on this little piece of flavor like, well, I'm in this zone with a bunch of like frost giants. What's a hurt yes. to throw it in the frost resistance totem? That's yeah, I, I'm glad they're bringing, like I said, the totems back. That's that's huge for being a shaman. Like when you're playing shaman, they're enhancement shaman. You have no totems. That makes no sense <laughs> for yeah. a game. So yeah. I'm like I said, super excited that they brought those back. And there's a lot more abilities. Oh, two handed frost. I know it's not ability, but they brought that back. Uh, oh, two-handed people, weapon dude, it's amazing how much people are excited for that i'm leveling a new dk because oh. of it dude yeah. i've been having so much fun it makes me want to swap mains that's how yeah. how much fun <laughs> it is because i tried it in wrath and not not that i did dual wielding in wrath and i love that and the two-handed thing i just i'm loving it yeah uh okay so other things we have uh, a lot of things have a weak caps now on there on there now. I'm not a big fan of that. Like my multi shot can only hit five targets. Yeah, but that's amazing for us though, because our shamans, shaman enhancement shamans. Sorry, changed. Uh, shamans were <laughs> always capped because of that, so it kind of helps us be more viable within the oh, okay. the mythic plus. That's that's that was the huge thing for us. It helps us enhancement shamans because you guys are always capped, right? Yeah, we were always capped. We didn't really have any AOE abilities to spam like that, so. Yeah, with that it it just helps us. Same thing with the rogues too, because real, realistically they don't have a lot of AOE. They they can initiate blade blade of fury, I think it is called, and then a uh, phantom knives. Decent, not great yeah. AOEs, and so that's that also kind of helps those kind of classes. It helps well, with the tuning and balancing. Well, the revamping of enhancement is is huge right now because now you have AOE abilities, which is going to help us. And I I I'm hoping enhancement shamans are going to be good in mythic pluses. We'll see. That would be really nice. It's it always nice yeah. to have a shaman out that has that uh, bloodthirst or yeah. uh, heroism if you're uh, lines for some reason. All right. Uh, we have the corruption systems gone. I couldn't stand corruption, so that's good Woo-hoo. to see that go. And uh, yep. we have some of the higher ranks of abilities will be coming once you're level past uh, level 51. So I'm excited to see ranks come back while I'm leveling an actual new tune. I'm seeing this pop up too where you have like rank two, whatever, rank three, whatever. So it's kind of cool to see those back. Are you a fan of that system or are you wishing it would stay away? I, I the old rank, really I the old rank to spells. You don't remember them? Oh, the rank spells. I was cool with it being gone, honestly. Yeah. There's no need for it. Um you would always pick your best one, honestly. You'll always pick rank two or three or whatever it was well yeah but it was kind of nice that like when you leveled up all of a sudden like oh my heroic strike is stronger now because of this yeah. new rank once you're <sighs> max level you're right it was kind of like well i'm not gonna go to rank yeah. two for some reason that's true but it's like the leveling up process was funner because of it i yeah back then yeah but i think now if you add that i think it's just gonna like confuse everybody because back then well yeah we leveled when it was a little bit harder you know every, all the ranking stuff but yeah. Now, if you add that, especially it's it's only one through fifty. Mm, I I don't know. I don't think they should. They're adding a couple more from fifty to one to sixty. So while you're leveling in Shadowlands, you're going to notice you'll get new ranks as well. Mm. Some of the abilities are there. So that, that's why some classes feel a little underpowered right now during pre patch. It's because they will feel fine once they get the new ranks in Shadowlands. Mm. And then we also hunters have a ton of new pets to go tame, and your guys's uh, you have two hundred five now slots to save pets. Which is pretty great. So you can go around and collect them all, like it's Pokemon. All right, oh, we yeah. have a leveling revamp, which is what everybody's doing. 
Uh, the experience is, be experience is being removed from uh, the heirloom, so you don't get the experience buff, but they have a bunch of utility stuff. Have you tried that out yet, the new utilities on the heirloom items? I've not. Okay. Uh, I've, I have it. They are nice, not necessarily a huge success. Where it's beneficial, guys, if you guys are leveling, we're going to talk about like the best places to go level because we've been doing a lot of testing. The, the key with heirlooms is to go and enchant them because then you have enchanted gear the entire time, especially your weapon. So uh, yeah. if you want to make your heirlooms valuable, you enchant them. That's super important. And you can do like ring enchants, weapon enchants, all stuff like that. Uh, okay, we have uh, stats and all gears has been reduced. We have an item level squish and the player squish. So the max right now is 50. Loving how, it. What are your thoughts on that? You're loving it, really. Why so? Loving it. I, I just love how it's 1 through 50, and it only takes up to like 12 hours the most to level 1 through 50. Yeah. So it, I, it makes me want to play other characters and get all my other characters. Like my DK, I was still like level oh, okay. 90 for the longest time and I just didn't want that grind and now I'm level 50 and it didn't take that long it took like three hours or whatever to get yeah. from 40 to whatever uh, I'm I'm honestly loving it love loving it and I'm leveling multiple tunes now because of it, it, it so what I'm what I'm hearing from you is it sounds like it's because it's less uh, daunting looking like it, doesn't, it looks like yes. less of a challenge you're willing to go out yes. and do it I'm willing to do it and um I just love the smaller numbers, like uh, for yeah. stats and everything. Just looking at fifty, I just love it more than looking at one hundred twenty or yeah, a thousand AP or whatever. And yeah. it's you're doing two million damage. Like uh, it's oh, it's not very relative when you can see like oh that critter for fifty when normally I do yeah. like twenty to thirty. It kind of makes you feel more like oh I can do that math in my head. Like now I did twice as much damage, something like that. More than yeah. like. 4.718k <laughs> like what the, what is that <laughs> yeah yeah totally like I, i'm so happy it it's it's confusing though it's definitely confusing when you're looking at dps meetings you're like it's just good but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i'm DPS super excited are whack right now i'm just so happy for this expansion like yeah i'm really hoping it does good because sin's coming back go play with Derek. Oh, yeah. tasty this uh boom bendita hopefully like yeah oh yeah uh, she's firing I, it up uh, it's good to other... have the friends back, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited it, for it. It's amazing. And I joined your guys' server, Con Tychondrius. Tychondrius. Uh... Come join our server, guys. Tychondrius. Uh, and our Discord. We've been in Discord every night leveling tunes, yeah. man. And it's so good to have the band back together. Uh, join us. Yeah, I come mean... and join us in Discord. Uh, the links are in the description and, of course, all over our social media. We actually, just a quick note on that. Um, we have a feed channel, which is basically all our Instagram posts. It's now called Geek Feed. And is an announcement channel because we our Discord has swapped over to community discords where, say, you have your own Discord channel. You could actually add that particular channel from our Discord to your channel. And anytime we post something from our Instagram, it'll go into your Discord as well. So you guys can catch the latest in geek news from Geek Freaks. That's a pretty cool mm -hmm. new feature that they added to Discord. I like Discord. Hey, Taff, I got a question for you. Fire away, man. So what, uh, so time walking journey, uh, which one are you, uh, more excited for like which one do you have fun leveling well okay so we're, we've been doing a lot of experiments on it that's the hard part which one's funner and which one <laughs> levels works. you faster yeah, yeah. so the funnest one is legion because man i just love legion so much the mm. fastest is warlord the draenor which one are you, are you picking i've been playing i've been picking uh wrath like every time yeah just wrath. i just love wrath the yeah. music everything just it just 
just out there, just bringing back memories of us killing the Lich King. Like it's yeah. amazing. So um, good, man. I I I I understand. Like it would be cool to level these character tunes a lot faster, but the way the leveling is, it's not gonna take you that long. So no. just go wherever you think you're gonna perform better. Like do the quest that you know already. I I feel like have fun kind of thing. Yeah. Forget the oh, it's six hours to do this, but then it's like I hate this place. I hate this place. Like Dr- right. Draenor, it's like ugh, yeah, I hate Draenor. So it's like I'm getting worn out on Draenor. Draenor. I've leveled like four tunes through Draenor already. <laughs> it's oh, like dude. okay, yeah, I'm really tired of seeing Gorgon. <laughs> that's why I was like, let's do our my warrior on uh, Wrath. So yeah, that's why I I love Wrath. One thing I want to try, uh, we we discussed it a little bit, is leveling through dungeons because uh, me and Richard were re- leveling yesterday. We queued for a dungeon just basically for shits and giggles. And uh, the queue tells you you could only get, like we were in Legion at the time, Legion dungeons. But we actually got into a Burning Crusade dungeon. So I, uh. think it's, I think it's bugged. I think it's showing you the limited sets you have, but actually you have access to all the dungeons at your level. So I want to try wow. leveling through dungeons and just like, Getting a Pandaren dungeon one second, then a Legion dungeon, then a, a, a you know whatever Cataclysm dungeon. I think that would be a lot of fun. So I do want to try well, that too. We did what three dungeons that one day, and we only got Wrath though. Right, but I think they changed. I think it got fixed, but they oh. haven't put it, updated the thing yet. I, and I don't think anybody knows about it yet. Wow. So uh, we're breaking the news here, guys. You're welcome for the info. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I those do of you like. Guys... Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry, I do like a uh, Cata Cata dungeons, a uh, Black Rock, yes. Black Rock something. Yeah, no, they're like, like challenging one. and they're fun. Yeah. They're really cool looking they were too. Bad yeah. Yeah. So those are good uh-huh. ones. If you guys do want to speed run, let me give you kind of a quick rundown of how it ha- how it happens. Uh currently uh my fastest time, it's in process, but will be about six and a half hours. And I think the fastest in the world I last saw was under six. Just under six. So uh what you do is you head out to Draenor and you do the starting zone for that. Once your garrison is made, this goes for Hordor Alliance. Uh, once your garrison is made, you should be sitting around 15 to 20. You want to head out to Gorgron. You're out in Gorgron until about 25 to 30. Uh, we have experimented with something pretty crazy. If you can get out to Legion, the beginning part of Legion is awful for experience. But if you can get out to Valshara, it's very good. So it, we went out to Valshara. It took us about 30 to 40 minutes just to get going in Legion, which really sucks. You have to get your weapon as well. But in Valshara, in like an hour, we went from like, 26 to 33 36 somewhere around i mean it was so fast so valshar is really good uh mount hyjal is where you want to go from like 30 to 40 you can that's when you first have flying and mount hyjal is really good it starts slow but builds quickly and then from the 40s area you kind of if you're alliance you want to go to mok uh mok what is it mok lock modan i think it's called lock modan uh if you're horde you can kind of free ball it if you go 45 you can go out to uh Suramar. Uh, and you kind of want to free ball a little bit, but the main thing, the key to this whole thing, guys, uh, go out to Warlords of Draenor, do the starting zone for there, and Gorgron, you'll you'll be off to a great start in a short amount of time. So that's the key to it, guys. This has been a lot of fun. We've been doing streaming a lot. You guys can watch the stream and see our routes, uh, and we've been kind of toying around with some new strategies and stuff like that. So it's been a lot. It's been a blast. Just it's just been a blast hanging out with people, everything again. It's been a lot of fun. It has honestly. Yeah. All right, uh, Daniel, that is it for us, man. We've got a good episode here, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed Wait. it. Yeah, uh, head over to our Twitter. This week, we're going to be doing the poll for the next audio book, audio book that we're going to be listening to. Me and Squeak still need to get together to, re- to re-record Sandman because, of course, nothing works well for us. 
Um, so check that out. Um, but then, yeah, get your vote in, guys, and then we'll go ahead and pick our next Audible book, and I'm really excited for that. We'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a good week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.